We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, the podcast about the radio show. This is the show about the show, the show within the show. Again, the podcast about the radio show, which is available everywhere that you get your podcasts, as well as its own podcast feed to search Permission Granted Podcast. Now, I really want to continue to dissect BT's rant from Tuesday. Jets lose on Monday night football. Rogers obviously injured. Tuesday, he's on the air. BT has done CBS Sports Radio for a number of years with Tiki. Tiki and Tierney was our afternoon show here on CBS Sports Radio for a number of years. Then he moved over two years ago with Tiki to the local side. And he's on WFN in New York, which is the same station that Mraz went to. He's doing middays there. Tiki ended up moving to late afternoons with uh, Mraz. But BT's um, now with uh, another partner named Sal Licata. And Sal is kind of like watching in slight disbelief a little bit. And four plays in, he's done. He's done. Do not tell me today that the season is over. Get up. Stop walking around work like a loser. Get your act together. We're playing until January. There is no way that I'm tapping out now. No chance. If you didn't kill us last night, we are unkillable. I have Zach's back. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I am saying... Playoffs with Zach. BT just goes scorched earth on this season's not over. He's a big Jets fan. Season's not over. Uh, Pick yourselves up. Stop looking like a loser. Talking about somebody in the office that was a Jets fan that must have been kind of dragging their ass. And if you didn't kill us last night, we are unkillable. And there's so much passion and vigor and fury that we kept playing it because it was so impressive. I mean, I loved every part of it. And I was just thinking between Mraz getting involved in a really hot argument, like true fury as well with a Cowboys fan on Monday after the Giants lost. Hey, Mo, how old are you? Were you in pacifiers and diapers the last time your team won a Super Bowl? I want to ask you this. Oh, yeah, bring that up because you know what the point is with that, Mraz? What? What? What's the point? You're going to be 80 years old and you're going to be like, yeah, I remember 2012. Yeah, you're going to be 80 years old and you're still not going to have seen another NFC Championship game because your team chokes every single year, Mario. Celebrate opening night. You choke every year. Let's talk about last night, Mirage. What are we going to talk about? We got our asses annihilated by you. It does not matter, Mario. 
real long term because Mike McCarthy's fat ass is going to choke into the playoff game for you, Mario. Guess what? I still got freaking Super Bowls in my adulthood. I at least live an hour from my stadium. Go move to Dallas then. Talk to me in November, Mario. Your sister's ass. Take a lap. You won't get there. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate. Celebrate week one again, Mario. Celebrate. Then BT's ran on Tuesday. Does it ever feel to you that we are doing a different job? <laughs> we are not in the same profession. Uh, we're in the same profession, but our job is definitely different. I mean, it has always been from, and I've only really worked in national radio, never on a true full local station. They are two different jobs in the same profession, if that's possible. Um, I mean, I guess you could have yelled as a Jet fan or a Giant fan Monday morning if you wanted to or Tuesday morning if you were a Jet fan, but um, you didn't have to, and I think most of America appreciated that. But New York needed, they needed BT to come to their defense. They needed BT, they needed somebody to rescue them from the depression that fell upon them the night before with Aaron Rodgers' leg popping off. So I worked in local radio all my stops before I got here to CBS. So I was in Fort Myers, Florida, where there isn't really a local team, but a lot of Florida um, Florida State fans or Miami Hurricanes fans down there. So that was kind of the closest Dolphins fans. But, of course, I wasn't yelling about those things. Then I went to Kansas City, and everybody is obviously a Chiefs and Royals fan, and I was from New York, so I'm certainly not going to, like, yell about it necessarily. Um, then I went to Miami, same bit. Then I went to Boston. And so I, I've never been at a place where I would kind of erupt with that type of lava. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. I think also now that I'm in my mid-40s, it would be harder to conjure up, I think, that type of true intestinal rage that you need to go there. Like when Mraz is fighting with that Cowboys fan, there is a real animosity, and I don't know if I can get there anymore. Yeah, or we're just, these things are not the right stimulus stimuli for them, because uh, if you've ever seen BT, and you have, I know you've seen me if you're listening to this, to this podcast, um, we are not built anything alike. BT is big and strong and powerful. I'm none of those things. Um, I couldn't ever match that. And nothing that the Mets or Giants or Rangers could do, I, I don't think would ever bring that on. But <laughs> there were times where I was yelling like that, I feel like, at Sean for being a dope. Or, well, that's a good point. So, like, maybe, you know, everybody's got a button or two that needs to get pushed You're to right. have that kind of reaction. And for BT, it's Aaron Rodgers tended. And for me, it's Sean wondering where the salt goes. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I probably could get there for the right button was pushed, but just, I guess... A, f- a football game in week one just wouldn't be it. Right. And I think I think it's good that we are the safe spot. We're the safe zone. We're the easy landing spot because there are so many people, real or fake, that are yelling and screaming and mad and angry. No matter where you go, that's what you're going to get for the most part in this job. So I think one of the pluses of our little operation is that there's not you're not going to you're not going to get that in the same way on the same the same days. I was trying to think when when we were playing it and I heard it. Yeah, it's local versus national. But also 
are there a lot of places locally in America where that would happen? That is that intense? Like, does that play in New Orleans after the Saints lose a week one? I mean, my guess is every place would have a trigger like that. I mean, any. I'm sure in Alabama, when, when Tua was there, if there was a game where in week one, where and Tua got hurt more than once. Well, let's if, just take Sunday or, or Monday after they lost to Texas this week. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's screaming about something. Whether And I don't know what it is. It could be that some five-star QB didn't go there and yeah. they don't like Jalen Milrose or they don't like a play call or the new OC, whatever it may be. I'm sure there are people, or the season's not over. Don't worry, we just lost to Texas. We're going to be okay. We're going to be playing in January. There might have been a a, a BT moment like that, too, or straight rage. I don't know, but I'm sure everybody's got something That's to true. set them off. That's true. Although there, you, are, there are some places in America where, like, I can't imagine anybody's yelling in San Diego about the podcast. Probably like not. That. Yeah, probably nobody really cared that they lost again the other day. Whoever's left in San Diego rooting for the Chargers in week one. I think, to me, the unique part of BT is that it wasn't anger. It wasn't, oh, my God, this happened. Oh, my God, it's over. Oh, my God, it's the Jets. Of course this happened. It was a rallying cry. Yeah. It was positive. It was because I say this lovingly, BT can it can be a bully sometimes. And I that's what I – but he, instead he kind of – he turned his his, his – his, it turned us for whatever for good. This yeah. was to get people off the couch, off their – slumped out of their cubicle <laughs> – Get their bleep together because they can't be killed. Don't forget we're still alive, which means we're never going to die. We're unkillable. I love that phrase. We're unkillable. I had to feel like we were trying to identify who he was pointing the turrets at because he identified there are people around here dragging their ass at work or whatever, looking like a bunch of losers, Yeah, which some, there must have been a Jets fan here in the morning, um, that looked like a sad sack. And Pete was not in this week. No. Once again, week two of paternity leave. And Pete doesn't wear Jets stuff. True. But maybe BT would have known Pete was a Jets fan, but Pete would have been a sad sack Jets fan. Yes. Very depressed, very, oh, the pain, very, why did I put myself in a position to believe again? Um, so is it possible that BT was envisioning a forlorn, sad sack Pete, the body? I think I think that's possible. I think it's possible that he was hearing people whining on the radio before his show. Mm. Maybe he encountered the Pete of the sales department because, you know, you go back that part of the floor where we don't normally go. Everybody's got their – the fancy guys have their offices back there. Maybe somebody who is normally pushing Clorox is all <laughs> bummed because Rogers is done – Maybe that was the guy that got him cooking. But whoever it is, thank you, because I think most Jet fans needed that. I guess so. When you heard Mraz rant at that Cowboys fan, Mario, mm-hmm. uh, on Monday's show, did you feel like that was a different type of Mraz, or was that the same Mraz who would have yelled at anything the day after the Giants get their asses beat? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I I think that's Mraz. The difference is there's a lot of, the guy's name was Mario. Yeah. There's a lot more Marios listening to him now. So there's always going to be the pushback, which then leads to Sean yelling because Sean's got to win. He can't be wrong. And then when you push back and you push back well enough that maybe you're starting to take control of things, that's where your sister's ass comes in. Because <laughs> at some point, Sean runs out of actual things to say. So he just starts yelling <laughs> that you're fat or stupid or ugly or your sister is all of those things. 
How about Nancy, his mom, getting on Twitch <laughs> and defending, of course, her son, uh, and then blocking yeah. people on Twitch from commenting because Cap made her, gave her the credentials of being a moderator or something? Moderator, so that she can block commenters because Cap wanted to identify that this was the real Nancy. Right, which makes sense. Um, it makes sense that Nancy's there and doing all of those things, and... You know, without sharing details, we know how bad it's been for Sean and his family. Like, we talked about it on the show. Right. So, I mean, I, I got plenty of sympathy for all of them being fed up and pissed off and doing whatever. As, and, as and angry listeners yeah. that are just PO'd at Mirage and they keep hammering him on social. As meaningless as blocking someone from a YouTube chat is, I would be doing it. Now, I don't want my mom doing it. I'm, no. It's bad enough that my mom listens to the show. Like, when I, on Tuesday, trashed the dream of my marriage falling apart... I got to text my mom right away. Stop talking about yourself like that. You're a catch. You're both lucky. You have a great marriage. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. So I can't imagine having to like police my mom and get her out of the YouTube. I mean, thank God she doesn't know how to get there in the first place. Yeah. But if she was there, that's (laughs) what, if she could get there, if somebody put her there, that is what she'd be doing too. Blocking people, yelling at people, correcting the record telling them all these nice things about me when I was a kid. No, thank you. No, Bo- thank you. Bogus's trash was his own dream where uh, in the dream uh, they were in an unhappy marriage. It wasn't. I mean, I was happy. Oh, you were happy. <laughs> Katie was unhappy. I guess so because she was having fun not with me. Yeah. So in the dream, Bogus had an open marriage and Katie came home with another boyfriend uh, and Bogus was heartbroken. And Destroyed. Then, you know, woke up and was like, oh my God, that was terrible. Um, and so we were just laughing about whatever that dream might have meant in your subconscious. <laughs> and here's his mom going, don't, don't doubt yourself. Rescue. You're a, you're a catch. Andrew. She would never do that to you. You're a catch. Yeah. Thank God. That's all I got to deal with. <laughs> I got to remember too, when she's in the car. So I only say the, the things that might <laughs> elicit a response from her. I'll say those when she's not yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Having Nancy in the chat, at the username doing Bob things about her well, husband. I'm not doing Bob I'm things. Not doing Bob things. <laughs> still ridiculous. This is really great. But yeah, we can't allow Nancy to be blocking people on <laughs> chat. Of course, Cap just wants her identified as the real Nancy, which is why she's been labeled a moderator in this. It has that power. In case we had Nancy imposters, is that what he was afraid I have of? No idea. Um, EJ is in for the next two days producing. Boyle has three days this week, EJ two days. So you got EJ on the uh, side B. I do. And before we go, I just got to congratulate you and I, um, thespians. I thought our close to Wednesday's show on the Madden curse with so many people thinking that we really had never heard of it. Uh, kudos to us. I mean, put us on a stage somewhere. Let's do this. I can't believe it. Uh, we had bouncing baby boy call in from Boise and, break the news, quote-unquote, that there's a Madden curse and maybe Josh Allen is now part of it. And, I I mean, I just acted like, no, you don't say, wow, there's really a curse, Madden video game. And then we all kind of, like, chimed in. And it was so sarcastic that I thought everybody would get it. And most people didn't. No, people were tweeting me links to explanations of it. I know. I'm like, how obvious do I have to be that we know there's something called a Madden curse? I'm a little insulted that you would think that I that we wouldn't know about it. I'm a little insulted that we can go on and on and on and people <laughs> wouldn't get the bit. Yeah. It's I mean, 
would I keep bringing up something like this in that way if I really had never heard of so it? So you're telling me. Uh, when do I ever pose anything that way? And these people think I really am curious about said video game curse. I made a PS3 reference, people. Come on. And then we read sarcastic tweets as well about right, it. Right, right. Who still thinks that we haven't heard about the Madden curse? Ugh. I love you guys, though. <laughs> oh, it's too much. All right, side view with EJ coming up now. Yep, here we are. It's side B of the PGP, the show about the show, the show within the show. It's AB and EJ this week. EJ's got two days, I think, being yep. uh, in the Sean chair. What's going on, EJ? Nothing much. Still now thinking about, you know, Keygate and Skunkgate that started yeah. the show today. Uh, we're going to get to both of those here for sure. Let's begin with the keys. If you didn't hear the show Wednesday morning, there's a lot going on. DA was stuck in, I guess, it, it, not by me on Long Island, but west of Manhattan, west of New York City. There was a lot of overnight rain. So DA was driving in a downpour that had been going on for a while. So there was flooding, diversions. He was a little late to the show. So I started Wednesday's show. Ryan Botcher showed up two hours of sleep after being at a rock concert the night before, and then EJ walked in trying to match DA for the most bad things to happen because you left your car key or your house keys, all your keys, in the car that brought you here. Yep. But you got him back pretty pretty easily, right? Yeah, it was it was it was not as chaotic as I thought it would be. Like I, you know, first of all, I don't know how I'm gonna contact this guy. I took an Uber to work and luckily Uber has a pretty decent system of how to contact your previous driver which i didn't realize okay. so i was able to kind of call him call first time he blew me off so i was like oh man this isn't gonna go well <laughs> second time he did pick up and he was very confused as to who the hell was calling him yeah i'm like yeah i was a guy that was in your uber there are keys back there and he's like oh i don't know we don't think there's keys back here i'm like no there are definitely keys back there and then they found it him and the passenger he was now taking to newark so now my keys were going to newark so i the was airport. like All right. yeah it's going to the airport he's dropping somebody off and I'm like, hey, can you make it? Make your way back? And he said, yeah, I, I have no problem coming back. I need to give me your number so I can contact you when I'm right outside. So luckily, I did get my keys back. But as someone who has lost keys in the past, this is not the first time I've lost keys. This was like a little bit of a bad deja vu that started today. And you don't want to lose anything. But I guess losing your keys is better than your phone or something else that has like actual value to the person finding it like this. I can't right. really do anything with your car keys or your house keys. I might as well just give them back to you. Right. But you, know, you left a bag with like, you know, maybe your gym clothes and some nice sneakers or your phone. That's when a guy goes, oh, what are you talking about? There's nothing in here. It never yeah, answers exactly. your phone. Then I would wonder what the Uber policy is on that end. If, like. Not that you could prove that you left your stuff in right. there, but, like, how strongly Uber would push the driver to be like, dude, you, there's got to be something in your car. you got to check for us. Yeah, and I know there are some buildings. I don't know if it's this one, but there are definitely some buildings I've been in or some establishment I've been in where they have the sign saying, if you lose something, we are not responsible. So right. I kind of was expecting this to be the deal with Uber. Again, luckily for me, uh, there was a policy in place, and apparently – I don't. I didn't check my phone yet. I got to check. Apparently, there's a twenty dollar fee if you have to make somebody come and, and get your phone. I did. I wasn't sure if it went through, so I gave the guy the five dollars that was in my pocket. I asked him about Venmo, but he was like, "No, don't worry about that. You know, you know, to try to pay me maybe through the app if you want or whatever." I was okay. like, "All right, well, the twenty dollar fee is, I think, has been paid." Yeah. So he's got at least five dollars, maybe twenty five dollars. 
Yeah, his, or at uh, least some chunk of the 20. Yes, exactly, because Uber could have lost, of course, taken some yeah. of that field. Yeah, and you were lucky, too, that he was coming back here soon because he could have been like, oh, I'm not going to be back over there until like 3 in the afternoon. You might have been stuck here longer than you yeah. wanted to be, so it really worked out in the end pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I you know, when I was living in Pennsylvania, I took Ubers all the time, so there are <laughs> Uber drivers who like, you know, like, oh, it's my last ride, now i got to go you know, do my other job. Right. You know? So, like, this could have been, especially uh, at, you know, 5 a.m., like, that could be the end of your night, you true. know, and now you're going back to work to your day job, so I was very concerned that this was is not going to end well. And then there is, as you said, Skunk Gate. I, I feel like we're in a little bit of a streak here. People admitting very odd fears. I think Ryan, during the show Wednesday, played Schwartz saying he's afraid of cats. Did you also say you were afraid of fish recently? Somebody said... No, I'm not a fish guy. I know I know, Mraz is a bat. Yeah. A, a bat thing. But somebody filling in for Sean when I was filling in for DA during August... Uh, maybe it was Kevin Wall. Yeah, it was Wall. Doesn't like fish. Not sharks or orcas, things that could kill him. Interesting. He doesn't like just fish because at one point growing up, he, like, opened a cooler and there was a dead fish with its, like, one, like, beady <laughs> eye looking at him and he can't escape that. And you said you're more afraid of skunks than bears yeah, on the if, show Wednesday. Yeah, if, if there was a, a confrontation to be had and I'm in the woods and there's a bear... And there's a skunk. Now, I may be foolish, but I'm just learning just from my National Geographic watching. And right. Stuff, just hearing what happens when bears are in the forest. And I just went into a cabin just a couple of months ago. So I was kind of worried about the bears. And she was like, my girlfriend was like, hey, this is what will happen. It'll be fine. So I'm like, all right, there's some kind of protocol. I mean, with a skunk, it just feels like that. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like that's something I can't avoid. So you think almost that the bear can be trusted or you can trust the skills to get the bear away from you, but the skunk, the skunk's a complete wild card and there's no safe feeling that it's going to leave it you alone. It sounds like from what I've read and seen that bears aren't necessarily looking for trouble. So right. if you run into one, you know, as long as you just leave it alone, you'll be fine. Whereas skunks, they're a little smaller. They can come around short corners. You don't know where you're going to happen. And they get very defensive. defensive. Exactly. And as soon as they see you and they're terrified then all bets are off and like i said you get skunked that is something you wear for the rest of your life yeah and so uh, this this makes a little bit more sense than it did to me in the moment wednesday it felt like on wednesday morning during the show you were saying if i've got to fight a skunk or a bear i want to fight the bear which doesn't no, that you that, wouldn't do that, i would not fight a bear okay, i'm but, saying if this you're in a woods and it's just a random situation and then a bear pops up 15 yards away man 15 yards 30 yards away. Yeah. A skunk is 30 yards away. What am I more worried about? I'm like 30 yards away from a bear, uh, I'll go back into my car, go back into my whatever, I'll be fine. Skunk, you would be too I, with the skunk, though. Skunk's not going to open the door and come in and start spraying you. But the skunks can kind of move. They move kind of quick. You know what I'm saying? When a bear is so big, you, you know, you can kind of tell, okay, if it's going to charge. With a skunk, I think it moves quick, moves low to the ground, and... Again, all wow, you've all seen some ninja skunks. See, I still, have I still have you been, been to Martha's Vineyard. No, I have not. Oh. I did not know they are overrun by skunks. It is a massive problem in Martha's Vineyard. They are playing articles. They don't. There's nothing they can do about it. Right. Like they've they've kind of given up. It's like our rat problem in New York. They Congrats. they are overrun by skunks, and it was a surprise to me because everybody talks about how great Martha's Vineyard is, and right. it was fantastic. But especially late summer. They have a run of the place. Interesting. And you're walking around at night in the city, in the town, and you think, oh, well, you know, it's just nice little restaurants and shops. It's, it's again, it's a gangland, and the, <laughs> the, 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 the skunks definitely have their territories in on the on the island. 
All right. The last thing we're going to do is, I guess, kind of a personal thing for me. You were here Wednesday and Thursday of this week. On Tuesday's show, my Trash Tuesday was a dream I had recently. Long story short, that led to my wife and I breaking up. It was her fault. It was because of her. So my trash was how real I felt post-dream. That I woke up that morning. Like, the first hour of my day was, like, thrown off by... Like the the actual real like almost true heartbreak of my dream marriage breaking up. Jesus. So that led to Boyle going on the air. I I want to call you this, but I don't think I can. He wanted to say the word cuckold, which means God, yes, a man who loses his wife to adultery. Yes. Like if your wife cheats on you. I think you could use it as a verb, like she cuckled you. Yeah, and it, you kind of like it, right? Isn't that the deal? Or some people oh, actually— Oh, that, that I don't know. I just thought, I thought okay. it would just pertain to that the male was the victim, so to speak, yes. of the adultery. Yes, that is that is true. And again, there is some stuff where maybe some people like this kind maybe. of thing, but whatever. So he thought that it was too close to the word that begins with C-O. Right. So he didn't want to say it. I said— I understand your hesitation, but you can definitely say it. So he said it, and then Kevin Wall dumped it <laughs> because he thought Pete in the moment would have dumped it. And again, I was flabbergasted. I understand that it, what it sounds like, but it's not that word. It's, and you know, we we can say Dick Tracy, Grady Dick, because it's yeah, their sure. name and it's fine. Yeah. So it's not about oh, it sounds vulgar. So of course, because Kaplan's the best in the moment, he texts the group and ask Pete if it's okay. And somehow Pete goes, cuck, C-U-C-K, would have been okay, but not cuckold, because, again, that sounds too vulgar. And I, me and Cap just can't believe that, first of all, Bilotti is now splitting the word in half and saying one half right. is okay, but not the full version of it. And I thought of you pretty quickly afterwards because it, it had come up that you were going to be in, and I know, I think, I hope, that you would have been on my side. You're an educated guy. You're a smart guy. It feels like you've read a book, which maybe Boyle yeah. and Pete have not. <laughs> so, like, you would have maybe giggled at the word, but you would have known that it was absolutely 100% clear for air. Yeah, I would have I would have grimaced because I am, like, a softy when it comes to, like, what gets said on right. the air and things like that. But, like, I would be like, well, yeah, I guess that's not one of the the, the magic words that, you know, D-Generation X said back in the be. 90s or whatever. On their uh, famous skit. So, yeah, that should have been fine. I'm also like, Pete 100% would have dumped that. 100%. 100%. The fact that he yes. says that he would not have. I mean, I've seen him dump things way less. Yeah. So, like, I- I'm calling cap on that as well. Yeah, I mean, it was just, we got to be smarter than that. It's I know what it sounds like, but it's a legitimate word. Uh, it's a word that is an old word. And I, I just, Pete, and then Pete comes in, well, Cuck would have been okay, but not cuckold. Leave me alone. He doesn't know either one of those words. I didn't even know that C-U-C-K was a word by itself. Oh, yeah. It's like a it's like an insult now. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's a shorter it, yeah, version people, of that. Yeah, like you're a cuck it. if it happens to yeah. you. Good time. See, again, whether it's Madden Curse or Cuckold, we're always we're always teaching you around here on the DA show. Always trying to learn something. All right, we're done. As always, uh, wherever you found us, like, subscribe, review. We appreciate that. The radio show, you know where to find that. And the PGP is back next week. But for now, for DA, for EJ, I'm Bogish. The PGP disconnects.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.